What up, everybody? It's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, aka Malachi36. I am here with the one and only Chalk Sharpening the Pole Corner Pocket. It's the nine ball. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah, uh, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you? How about you? Hey, you that drink that we don't like talking about on this screen. Uh, nothing on this stream, uh, Malachi. No, 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 I'm good. We're running out that door there. <laughs> I just got the Obey Your Thirst, which is the um, Sprite, uh, but it is inside this conveniently logoed Raise Energy <laughs> Drink uh, coaster where you guys can get yours as well at www.repsports.com. Type in ALWT Gaming at checkout, get 15% off. Um, again, that's your Raise Energy Drinks, that's your water supplements, your workout powders, your little coasters like I have right there. Um, all of that. But enough of the ads. What's up, Mildewy Carrot? Uh, I'm watching the stream to mod it, and I'm noticing that the symbol's blocking my lower face, so I kind of look like that guy from, like, you know, Tim Allen's, you know, home improvement <laughs> show. I'm just like, Wilson? Like, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, hey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like looking over it. I'm like, it's like, I have to step straight to be like, hey, can you see me? You know? Yeah. Just but, anyways, I'm doing fine. All right, that's good. That's good. Living life, gaming life, you know. All day, I'm actually gonna the fix that right now for you. Of stranded deep. Yeah, yeah, that's actually why I did want to take the conversation real quick. So uh, you've been playing a lot of Stranded Deep. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, is that the only game you've been playing so far lately? Right now, yeah, I'm actually gonna be getting into here probably um, starting either this weekend or next week. Gonna be getting Die Young going. So I can get that completed. Um, but Stranded Deep, I just I love it because it's got building capabilities, traveling, searching, and then also um, things in there that will kill you. You know, so it definitely makes the game a lot more fun and interesting. You know, heard so, that. Okay. Um, really good survival. Nine Ball and I actually tried out multiplayer, and it's pretty fun. They just got a lot of glitches. They got to work out of it um, with connectivity issues. Um, but other than that, it's it was a lot of fun just from what we played played like what two days worth nine ball yeah we played quite a bit of it it's fun like i said if they didn't have like those glitching problems it would be a lot better they had some connectivity but outside of that once they get that fixed up it'll be a great game and you guys are both on pc yeah yep heard that heard that um what have you been playing there uh nine balls is, is it just more stranded deep as well or is, is there anything additional to the list that you wanted to add that you were playing? um I've been trying to play some games. It's been a, just a very busy week at work lately. But normally I've been playing a lot of Tales of Hysteria still. Okay. Okay, that's what's up. JRPG, uh, they'll get you hooked. All day. All day. Uh, never let you go. <laughs> um, so I... I did, go ahead. But I said, I did pick up some other games I'm going to be playing here shortly. Probably be what is it tormented souls and inscription okay it's two horror games one of them is a it's considered a horror roguelike card battler it sounds weird but it looked amazing i watching the stream or just play it it's like a card game but it's like a horror based card game huh. is that uh tormented souls or tormented souls is the second one i bought that looked amazing yeah, that one's on my uh, wish list. Um, it's 20 bucks. It's pretty massive for a game, actually. And it's like Silent Hill and Resident Evil came together. 
That's what it looked like when I saw it. I kind of touched the demo a bit before it disappeared on me. Yeah. I don't. I think I've been having some issues with some of the demos I grabbed from that uh, Coverfest weekend. I think they just shut down the keys for them, but it, it looked really fun when I tested it out. Yeah. So. I did the Akari one, too. That's kind of like a Fatal Frame-ish style. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I never heard of either one of those games, <laughs> but I'm glad that you got them, and I hope that you enjoy them. I uh, have been... I, I had my plan. I had my week planned out for when I left to go to Wisconsin for a bit and was going to play some more games on my Switch. Get through the the backlog nightmare that I've assigned us with, which we're going to check in at the end of the month, so about in eleven days. Um, but then life happened, <laughs> and I'm not going to bore you guys with the details. We all use. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to bore you guys with the details, but it was. Uh, like pretty much anything that you could possibly think of that went wrong this past weekend went wrong uh, as far as traveling goes. Uh, the actual time me in Wisconsin was fantastic, amazing. Congratulations to my boy Richard, not uh, Mildewy Carey, but my other boy Richard who got married uh, to his fiance and, and now he's on his uh, honeymoon in Cabo. Um, <laughs> yep, so definitely I know he's having a good time out there. Uh, but I, as of today, we got a game that I pre-ordered, and that game, ladies and gentlemen, is Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, The Hinokami Chronicles. I played the the uh, tutorial level. I'm liking the way it's going. I'm liking the way it's going, and I and I'm actually very in, uh, invested uh, just by how it plays. It feels very Naruto esque, like the Ninja Storm games. If you guys were ever into that. Um, but this is Demon Slayer though, so I, which is something that I'm much more into than I'm in for Naruto. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's just facts. I haven't. To be fair, I haven't. Like I know I most of what's Naruto going on. Now. No, <laughs> it's Naruto. Uh, I. Um, well, I thought that was like the, the the second one that came out. Like, isn't it about his son or something? Boruto. You know? That's Boruto. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that was the current hype thing. Now is it not like I. To be honest, I stopped watching all of that a long time ago. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Boruto is the hype part, but um, I don't know if they have a Boruto. They have a Naruto the Boruto game, uh, Shinobi Ninja Strikers. So it's that. But that's the latest Boruto game that I've heard about. Um, but other than that, yeah, I haven't, like, it, like as far as the anime goes, I still have yet to actually see all Shupenin. Like, I've seen... Major, uh, everything that's all before that, and I know what happens to Shippuden, but I never actually watched it myself. So yeah, I was talking about my titles, but Shippuden. Yeah, not those <laughs> Shippuden. That, that's the that's the name of it. I I don't agree with it. I don't know why it's called that. I don't even know what Shippuden means. But but I'm just saying in general, uh, that's that's the second level of Naruto because that whole first like seven seasons. Is like the introductory arc is when they're kids, and then Shippuden's when they're growing up and everything like that. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been playing. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a little bit Demon Slayer. Very excited to get more into that. Um, and I'm definitely looking forward to more of the other games that we have coming out. Uh, but if you guys are here right now, you guys are either watching this as we are at recording episode 69 
of uh, Alt Things Gaming. If you guys are Anchor or Spotify listeners, this is episode 55 for you. Um, so thank you very much again for tuning in. Make sure you guys are checking out on social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all of that. Just type in ALWT Gaming. You guys can also go to our website, www.alwtgaming.com. Check out our content out there. It's all in one central hub, so it's very easy to get to. Uh, but without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of news to talk about. And the first thing we're talking about is what's inside the thumbnail, which is Nintendo is robbing us blind, people. Nintendo's robbing us blind. So on this one, Gabe Gerwin from GameSpot. And this is a two-parter, by the way. The first two stories are Nintendo, but they're all kind of like put into one almost. Um, Nintendo Switch Online, the subscription service required to play most of the platform's games online, also comes with the access to, to select games from the NES and SNES library. In the future, Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack subscription will add N64 games, uh, Sega Genesis games, uh, as well in the selection available has grown over time. Below, we've included every uh, a list of all the games you can currently play via Nintendo Switch Online, as well as those announced for the expansion uh, pack service. They're broken up by platform, and, and many have additional online features not found in the originals. Additionally, they have they all have save uh, states. Many original NES and SNES games didn't allow for saving at all, much less saving at any point to return later. So before I get to the little sub uh, parts of this, I do want to read the games that's currently on this list, which I have right here on the side right here. How so the list? Uh, it's I'm, I'm going to go through this quickly, Ooh. but yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually not that huge. Like it, I mean, it is a lot of games, but it's not like as it's not like massive, massive. So for the Nintendo Entertainment System, you have Adventures of Lolo. Uh, Balloon Fight, Baseball, Blaster Master, City Connection, Clue Clue Land, Chrysalis, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong 3, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon, Double Dragon 2, The Revenge, Dr. Mario, Eliminator to Boat Duel, Excite Bike, uh, Fire and Ice, Ghosts and Goblins, Gra uh, Gradius, Ice Climber, Ice Hockey, Journey to the Silas, Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Kung Fu Heroes, Mario Brothers, Metroid, uh, Mighty Bomb Jack, NES Open Golf Tournament, um... Nightshade, Ninja Gaiden, uh, Ninja Jaja Maru-kun, uh, Pro Wrestling, Punch-Out, featuring Mr. Dream, um, River City's Ransom, Riger, <laughs> uh, SCAT, which stands for Special Cyberkinetic uh, Attack Team. Yeah, sure. Shadow, <laughs> Shadow of the Ninja, Soccer, Solomon's Key, Star Tropics, Super Dodgeball, uh, Super Mario Bros. One, uh, through th one, two, three. Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. Tech Mobile. Tennis. The Immortal. Legend of Zelda. Twin B. Vice Project Doom. Volleyball. Uh, Verse Excite Bike. Uh, Wario's Woods. Wrecking Crew. Yoshi and Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. That's all on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, then on the Super Nintendo Entertainment, we have Bombs Bombuzel, uh, Brawl Brothers, Breath of Fire One and Two. Caveman Ninja, Claymates, Demon's Crest, Donkey Kong Country 1 through 3, uh, Doomsday Warrior, F-Zero, uh, Jelly Boy, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in Tropics, Kirby Superstars, Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby Dream Land 3, Magical Drop, Mario Super Pie Cross, Natsumi uh, Championship Wrestling, Operation Logic Bomb, Pan, uh, Panel Day Pong, Pilot Wings, Poppin' Twi Twin Bee, Prehistoric Man, Psycho Dream, Smash Tennis, Spanky's Quest, Star Fox 1 and 2, Stunt Race FX, Sewer, uh, EDF, 
Earth Defense Force, um, Baseball Simulator 1000, Super Ghosts and Ghouls, Super Mario All-Stars, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Soccer, Super Tennis, Super Valis 4. Well, they just put Super on everything, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> the, igni- the Ignition Factor, The Legend of Zelda, A Link in the Past, uh, The Peacekeepers, the peace, uh, the peace keepers and the peacekeepers. Those are two separate games. The peace keepers and the peacekeepers. Tough enough. Uh, Wildlands. That is all on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and then the list gets much smaller with the N64 and Sega Genesis Mega Drive. So on N64, we have Dr. Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Mario Tennis, Sin and Punishment, Star Fox 64, Super Mario 64, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Windbacks, Yoshi's Story, that's all on the N64, and on Sega Net, uh, Genesis, we have Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra, uh, Hard Corpse, Dr. Ro- uh, Robonautics, uh, Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin. Oh, Echo! I remember him. Um, golden, <laughs> golden Axe. Gunstar uh, Heroes. Golden Axe. Mm-hmm. Golden Axe. Not, I remember Golden not, Axe. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say not Golden Eye. Golden. No, axe. I remember Golden Axe. You just run around with that that, that axe. Yep. Get on that dinosaur. <laughs> Musha, Fantasy Star Four, Rise Star, Shining Force, Shinobi Three, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, Streets of Rage, and Strider. Those are all the games that is coming out for. Uh, this, which is which, that is good. Um, no, it's not but, a game, but 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 here, no Guardian Legend. Here's going aside that here's going aside the the uh the subs now. So, right now, as it stands, if you get an individual membership right now for uh Nintendo, like just a normal individual membership plan for a month, it's four dollars, for three months, it's eight dollars, and for annually, it's 20 bucks a year for the family plan. We have $35 a year. Um, and I pulled this from, from a PC Mag, which is Mark Knapp. The new membership, which is talking about the, the next one that's coming out. Um, the new membership for, includes access to 23 N64 and Sega Genesis games and will cost $50 a year for the individual or $80 a year for the family, which can include up to eight Nintendo accounts, IGN reports, end quote. So with that being said, yes, you have access to these games, which I think is phenomenal. I think that's a great thing to do, and they're going, only going to add to it. Perfect. Great. Perfection. You're charging me 80 bucks a year to... If you get the family. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. For the family, you're charging me 80 bucks a year for the simple fact that I'm playing these same exact games that I already own. If you're a Nintendo Why not anymore? Yeah, well, still, regardless, you're a Nintendo fan. Chances are you probably own them. If you you're you're charging me eighty bucks a year for these games I already own, just so I can play them on the Switch, not to be graphically remastered, not to have any up- updates other than that I can play online. And I and then once your subscription's over, it's not like you keep the games; they're gone. So you're you're telling me that you're 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 doing that annually. Just so I could play these twenty three games, and it's not even all of them are going to be like, in the, not not every single game that's on here is going to speak to every single gamer. That's even if you're a Nintendo fan, there's going to be mm-hmm. select few that's going to be on there for you guys. What are your guys' thoughts about that? Because I have my I have my reservations. And you probably hear it by the tone of my voice. <laughs> no, I can't. I need you to work on that. 
I think it's absolutely, <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. I think that is the perfect. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I thought Malachi was a sunny pony. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, they ain't even got a big library. But everybody knows. I mean, at this point, everybody knows Nintendo's years behind. They don't even know what a sale is yet. <laughs> you don't see Nintendo games going on sale. How much is, well, how much on, is on, on their on their platform? You don't see it on. You see it in GameStop, like if you go inside of a, a store. That's but, because they don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty they sure that they don't even know that they've got that the, online store. <laughs> it probably they'll figure it out one day. So I, I seen I seen that it was twenty dollars less at GameStop. Get them. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> Shut them down. The, <laughs> the library is not that big. I don't even know why they have two different libraries. If you're going to put a back water thing of games, put them all together. Mm. And what else do you get on this benefit? No, that's that's okay. it. You just literally, I mean, you do get access to the online uh, play because that's what, the, that's what it is. So it's including that, which you already have. Um, but the only difference between this plan and the other plans is literally access to N- uh, SNES games and N64 games. That is do they still literally have that, it. Do they still have that chat restriction? What do you mean? I know Nintendo's having a problem with chat restriction. I know that we can't talk through, like, we'll still have to use our phone. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, it still sucks. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> that's what I was checking on. I was just checking on that. Yeah. Everybody lately has been doing a fifty dollars per month plan. If I'd say it's okay, fifty dollars per month plan—that's a very expensive. Not fifty. I mean per <laughs> per year plan. Yeah, yeah, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing because I know that. But but, Go ahead. but okay, I'm about to say. <laughs> but you get a lot of stuff with it. You get um, you get. I can't really say free games because to be honest, most of the games on those prescriptions. Are tied to the subscriptions. You don't get the game to keep unless you drop subscriptions. Yeah, technically. Um, yeah. Another thing, but at least you can talk to your friends and you get all the benefits. Nintendo has not included that. They need to get that. They need to put more on. I understand you have access to Nintendo games, but come on. We've played these games. Yeah, I ain't got the Guardian Legend. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? I the Guardian. You don't have the Guardian Legend. You don't have Fatal Frame on there. You don't have the original Resident Evil. No, you got Legends. Star Fox. Uh, you don't have Gauntlet Legends. Yeah, Gauntlet Legends. Don't have Snowboard Kids. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear much of Zelda in there. Bloody, there two. Uh, they had a, a rock. Um, I can't or say Green it. Yeah, Green that time. Like, things like. Majora's Mask Mark, is yeah. actually on there. I don't know why we yeah. on that list, but it is on there. Like that was one of the things that they're promoting. I just so right now I don't really know what to place it in some ways, but I feel like it's a, more of a step backwards. They don't need to keep trying to forcibly do that. If you're gonna put it in one plan, put it in one plan, put it all together. This is it. This is your thing. You get all this. You get this. Um, you get all the games. We'll throw in. You know, you get a free. Wii game or something, you get, you can actually talk to your friends without phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
can you I see I don't really know a lot about then how to how how we how we uh switch plus works or whatever it's called. <laughs> how it works. I don't really have a switch. I still need to get one. It's just personally it's been for me like I've said I'm off stream is finding space to put one and for me it's not a lot of switch games worth playing right now. And I'm in that camp with you, to be honest with you. Like, I did get my Switch because there were more games that made me, but all right, now I can actually, now I can justify me getting a Switch. But at the same time, like, I still have yet to, I've had my Switch for about six months now, and I still have yet to actually fully commit to playing any games on it. And that that's the thing I was afraid of even before when there was even less games that I wanted to play. So... I don't know. It's just the thing. The thing about it is that going back to your 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 comment there for the there are more things that's going annually. That's fifty, sixty bucks a year. Um, you are correct, a thousand percent correct. PlayStation Plus does the same thing. You have uh, you have the Xbox uh, Gold that does the same thing. Um, even if you were to break down Xbox Game Pass, that's actually more. Um, if you break it down by an annual basis. Uh, or, or even at least close, if not, but I think it's actually more. But the thing, though, about it is that when you when you get PlayStation Plus and uh, Xbox uh, subscription, not only are some of those games brand new or even barely, like, a couple years old, if that, like, usually, if it's more, if it's, usually if it's, like, within a year, it's usually, like, within a year time period of, of it releasing when those games come out. The thing about it is that majority of those games that come out are of value. They actually are pretty good. Like they, there's quality behind that. For what Nintendo is doing, like yeah, you have your N64 games. How many generations back is that? That's two decades worth of uh, of stuff with no master, with no remaster to it at all. Unless unless that's something that they're going to announce later on when it gets closer to them revealing it. I don't, which I think is actually coming out like next week or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. It's just one of those things where it's just like, there's no value to this other than you just having that nostalgia. Like they're profiting off of nostalgia too heavily right here. And it Basically, that is me. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Now, now the difference, I mean, I don't know. It's, I can't even say, I was about to say the difference is that you can only get them at Disney, but at the same time, you go and get this at Nintendo. So there really isn't a, dis- a difference. You're right. They're pretty, they're pretty much the video game of Disney. And it's just like, come on now. Like, you're really, really sick. Hey. At least for Disney, you have uh, movies that are coming out and and they're putting on their platform. You Right here, you're still just, like, the plan that's included in this, the plan is strictly 1,000% nostalgia. I can't even... Yeah, I, I can't it's, even play... Uh, uh, like, if they came out with a, a Zelda remake, that's not going to be included in this plan. They're going to make me play that for, for separately. At least for Disney, I can at least get the Mulan movie that just recently came out. <laughs> you know, so or you can watch the Lion King. Yeah. No. But I'm just saying in general, like it, me <laughs> as me as the as the consumer, and this is the re- this is one of the reasons why I don't invest so heavily inside Nintendo because they keep looking to the and and I know we had this conversation before when we talked about other consoles, but this is a perfect example. I don't buy a new console. I don't buy X, Y, and Z to play old games. That's why Nintendo doesn't speak to me so much because they're harboring on old games. Like I don't, I, I get in a new console so I can look forward to the new games. Is the old games being brought to the uh, to the current gen console a benefit? Of course it is. That's def- there's value in that. But my primary purpose of getting this console is because I want to see what 
what the next Final Fantasy is going to be, what the next Watch Dogs is going to be, what the next uh, uh, Hellblade is going to be, or or uh, Bayonetta three or something like that. Like I want to see. I'm looking towards the future. And this plan is literally just you going back in my pockets for something you've already went in my pockets for 20 years ago. And on top of that, you only get to keep the game. You only keep the game for as long as you have the membership. So that's my thing about it. Uh, you have any commentary on that there, Mildew? I know me and Nineball just went off the rails with that one. I mean, come on, guys. You should buy and support it. They need to upgrade their fax machines. Yeah. <laughs> Story number no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, come um, on, guys. You know this still years from time. Um I mean you guys kinda of said I mean pretty much you're paying for nostalgia, some of the stuff like a lot of Nintendo fans already have. If they don't have it, you can probably find it elsewhere for cheaper. Um, you know, so I think Nintendo kind of really needs to take a step back and relook at a lot of their stuff. Um, and take steps forward. <laughs> they need to take a step back and see the problem so they can just correct it and start walking forward because to be honest, if they keep walking forward with the mess they've got, it's just going to make a bigger one. Um, so, all in all, this really doesn't do anything for me. I play Switch mainly for um, Breath of the Wilds, Monster Hunter. Uh, as soon as it will come out, Metroid Prime. I cannot wait till they finally give it to me. <laughs> Um, and there's a you know a couple other games that I do like on there, so it's definitely not a complete waste in my opinion. Um, there's some games on there. It's just I'm kind of with Malachi in a boat of I've got so many systems to play, you know, that I'm kind of like half torn between some of them. But I've been working on trying to space my time out. You know, maybe do like one system a day type of thing. So, um, you know, but other than that, it just this really doesn't do anything besides make me. Make people want to spend more money to try and play something that's nostalgia that will only last for a year unless you pay it again. You know, so I kind of agree that it needs to be merged together in a way towards like maybe you take this giant ass library and you do rotations. You know, just kind of like say, all right, you know, this month you've got these NES and Sega games out now when with your membership. You know, or you know. I don't know. It, it just it, it, to me, it just seems like they are really trying to get more money to try and do something. So I don't know if they're trying to go the Disney route of like, you know, fully, or if they just they really need money because they're trying to do something else. I I don't know, but it definitely yeah. is just a buying for nostalgia purposes, and then they get funds for whatever they're going to be doing, which I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, some things I do believe in. Some things it is true. I'm listening because even with, like, Nintendo, for example. I mean, not Nintendo. I'm saying Nintendo. Um, <laughs> even with Xbox, you're getting the game. Yeah, it costs more, but you're getting games day one. Mm-hmm. When Halo launches, it's going to be on it's going to be on Xbox Game Pass. The multiplayer. The multiplayer is. Okay. Yeah. The multiplayer will but be still, there. That's, that's a big part of it, though. That's yeah. That's the main thing a lot of people look at as the multiplayer for Halo. Yeah. yeah. Gears 5, it's a ton of games you can play that are still up to date and they launch day one. They're going seven, eight generations back. Mm-hmm. Like, kids, just get an idiot. Oh, God, I don't even know if those idiots even exist anymore. 
To be honest, it's, I'm pretty sure you can find a site that's got some sort of emulator with some of the archive libraries installed on it. Uh, well, Nintendo's been on a witch hunt. Well, they have. But here's my thing with also with these old games. People are like, oh, yeah, these are some old games. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You put save points in there. You guys got to remember, these games aren't that long. Mm. Back in the day, they could not have 10, 12-hour gameplay stuff, you know, installed on one system. You know, unless it's like, you know, some of the biker games or like, you know, the uh, Tony Hawk games and all that. You're just one level and you're just playing them over and over again. Anything that's story based, you could probably beat within less than a day or so because of how limited spacing they had on these systems. You know, if you were really good at it and you could easily do it, you could probably go through it in about a day, you know, depending upon what it was. But they just didn't have a full capacity like we're used to. Now, my other thing is, is also. These are going to be back in the old graphics. These aren't the remasters. These aren't yeah. like made pretty and all. So, for everyone who's so used to all the 3D capabilities we've got going on now, it's going to be a complete step back, which I don't mind. You know, it's a blast from the past. It shows you where we came from, where games came from, you know. Except which... we didn't have 4K, so it looked better. You know, we had standard <laughs> damn TVs, you know, kind of fit, but we got a 4 and 8K. TV, you're looking at Mario's pixelated, you know, body running around. It looks like something. You're going to need glasses. So it's either going to be really, really blurred or it's going to be extremely sharp-edged, you know. There's some people in that place. But not only that, (laughs) but also then with that comment, Nineball, you've got the colorations. You only had, like, what, up to... What was no, yeah, it was three colors. Red, blue, and green. The RGB. RGB. Yep. So your color format palette was very limited back then, too. Not only that, but your soundtrack was an 8-bit to 16-bit soundtrack system. Usually like a 20-second loop. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, not that I'm, like I said, this is what I grew up on, so I'm okay with it. But going forward into the future, I don't many of the younger generations are going to enjoy that. Yeah. And th- well, that's, so, that's the thing is that this is, this is not for them. This like this is strictly for people like us that are like, if you if if you're as old as we are and are a Nintendo fan, that it's for you. That's what this is. Um, no more aiming yeah. down the sights, kids. Yeah, Ma- Ma- Malachi <laughs> will not be interested in this at all. Like I already know that. By the time he's of age to play video games, he's not touching this. I already know it. Well, I would still show him. I just say this is where it came from. This is mm-hmm. the evolution of it, so you know what the beginning was. But yeah, but yeah, it's, it's like a whole of interest. No, yeah, no, no, no. This looks stupid. It's like, what is this? <laughs> like, how do I rotate? Where can I do customization for my character? He needs to have bigger muscles. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, that's that's why I'm just like, it's it's very nostalgic and all, but it. my concern is now, too, with how targeted it is. Yeah, that is true. Are you going to be getting the amount that you should be getting for it, you know? Versus what you could possibly be getting by maybe increasing the membership by maybe about 10 bucks and then just giving it to everyone, you know, or like a small five buck thing. Like, I, cause I don't even know what the math is for doing it because 50 bucks, there's no way this like costs, in the game. yeah, there's no, there's no way that this costs that much to implement on the Switch. Absolutely, for no these way. old games, too, you know. Well, I know it costs that much, and I'm in terms of production usage and no, there's no use in that. They're still using Macintosh down there, okay? 
<laughs> really? They upgraded? Yeah. I thought they were using gateways. <laughs> they got the floppy floppy disk. <laughs> Still playing number munchers. Yes, guys, we just dated ourselves. Oregon Trail. Do you, uh, do you know? Oh, do you know what Oregon you... Trail? Though that is. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking before I date myself. Do you, do you guys? Do you guys know what Nintendo doesn't have anymore though? The lead, because story number two is Nintendo Switch's uh, 33-month streak ends. Eddie Mackin from GameSpot says the NPD group has released a report for the September U.S. video game sales, and the U and the Nintendo Switch has finally been dethroned. After three months uh, of being, (laughs) after the three months of uh, 33 months of being the top seller, best on unit sales. The PS5 finally outsold the Nintendo Switch in September 2021. This was the first time since November 2018 that the Switch was not the top seller in the U.S. based on unit sales. The PS5 was the top performer in September 2021 based on units sold and the dollar sales in the U.S. And the PS5 is the best-selling system of 2021 uh, so far on dollar sales. The Switch, however, is 2021's biggest console base on unit sales. In total spending on the gaming hardware in September 2021 jumped from 49% to $412 million. From the year so far, people have spent $3.4 billion on the hardware, which also is up to 49%. Uh, Total spending on gaming for U.S. September 2021 covering hardware, games, and accessories reached Four point four billion dollars, which is up by three percent, and sets a new record for September. Year-to-date spending hits forty-two point three billion dollars, which is up by twelve percent. End story. So yeah. So with that being said, even in the midst of the pandemic, I know that a lot of people at the very beginning was assuming that video games was were going to falter, or just along with other businesses. That's the complete opposite. Video games have thrived and thrived beyond all measure. Um, I think, think they kept. The kids entertained. Exactly. Kept the kids entertained. Even when you're at home yourself, you're not working. And if you're a gamer, you're like, I have all the... If you're a gamer and God forbid you got furloughed, but if you got furloughed and you're a gamer, you're like, I have all this extra time. Let me go ahead and play my video games. You know what I mean? So so I, 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 I I can see that happening because, again, what happened at the very beginning of COVID hitting United States, Animal Crossing came out. People were able to travel virtually. Animal Crossing had phenomenal numbers. I think it was like a, over a hundred million or something like that. I could be wrong about that, but I think it was something ridiculously high. And I think the only reason why that is, I mean, obviously Animal Crossing has a huge fan base, but I think the reason why those numbers were as impressive is because of when it came out. It came out at the perfect time. So and I'm and I'm I and the only thing about awesome. the only thing that makes me wonder about this is if we didn't have a shortage, how much different would this number look for Xbox Series X slash S and PS5? It's always gonna be one of those what ifs, but I'm very curious to see how that's gonna look because in the midst of a pandemic, for the PS5 to dethrone a console that's been leading the the way for the past 33 months that's huge that's huge uh does anyone have any commentary on that before we go on over the splinter cell i know that that, um, that was just number talk just a little everything like that but well just for me it was i mean to be honest it's not it's not too surprising i'm surprised it took that long 
like you said, if they had more of them, they would have probably did it earlier. It's just the thing about it is basically they're going to do it because it's a new console. Mm-hmm. And most time, new consoles will outsell will outsell the Switch because the people are going to immediately start switching from the four to the five. This will become more and more um, substantially uh, noticeable probably. Once they start getting more and more stable numbers out, it'll become more and more. And once it begins to switch more and more towards the five, for games coming out only towards the five, it'll really start to switch. Any commentary switch on that? The switch. No, yeah, switch the switch. <laughs> any, any commentary on that there, Mildewy? No, I mean, to be honest with what kind of Nimble said, it makes sense because it started off really good with the switch in the beginning of the pandemic because one, it's good for the kids. They can pick it up and go to a different room, leave mom and dad alone when they're working at home, you know, because they're off from schools, you know, because of the whole pandemic and everything. Um, so it was a very good sale, you know, for people to have. Um, now, though, as you start getting away from all that, as things start to kind of level out and everything, you know, people going back to work, or kids going back to schools and all, you're going to definitely probably see more going towards the 5, especially since the 5 now is, I don't know if the availability has gone up again or not. I know people have been, they've been trying to work on getting it to more and more people. So I feel as though as soon as that kicks it up again, it's going to really push the five forward in terms of sales to be a top seller again. Um, but then also as Nineball said, it's, you know, as more and more games come out towards that, which are much better graphic, you know, much, you know, much more people are on there because of the capabilities of easy multiplayer access, you know, chat groups and all that you're going to see that switch over to it because the switch doesn't have that capability like you guys were talking about beforehand of in-game chats right away you log in just go into the game start chatting up with your friends as you do multiplayer that doesn't have that oh well they got bluetooth capabilities now well, i've been hearing Whoa. some bluetooth haven't been working. <laughs> been hearing some bluetooth haven't been working you know so it's like you know now don't quote me on that it's just something i've been hearing on and off it's like you know so i feel like it's very situational to pay about we need to call Reggie's pay phone <laughs> but um I really feel like we're gonna see those numbers keep going and we're gonna see people start to migrate off of that because now that they've got more accessibilities or more times to get these fives and with the games that have been announced that the, the pretty much PlayStation has been rocking on Nintendo is kind of falling off. Like, you know, the, their last announcements didn't really do too much for me. So I feel like they're slipping right now. So they really definitely need to step up their game. You know, so they had a bunch of huge Animal Crossing announcements, I think. They did. And, and, if, and that's the thing. It's very specific. Because if you're an Animal Crossing fan, then that was amazing for you. If it wasn't, if you're not, it's just... Like I, I could care less about that that news update that came out for Animal Crossing. Like, oh, you got a new chair, awesome. That that was literally. I'm not making that up. That literally was one of the news. Is that you yeah, get I don't you get Froggy chair? And I was like, who cares? <laughs> like, I know some people they was watching. They was getting excited. I was like, wow, they get yeah. excited on the, the Froggy chair, the new island stuff. Yeah, I have not played the new Animal Crossing yet. I used to play it a lot when I was younger on the uh, GameCube. <laughs> yep. My yeah, family used I, to play it. I had that too. And it was okay then, but it's like now just even with the Switch, I feel like there's way too much more in into in terms of getting into socials, going to people's islands, trying to get items and stuff, make yourself the best. Like 
I feel like it's something that unless you've got the full time to just constantly play that game, I feel like you'd be you could literally lose yourself fully into it. You know, um, I probably said that in the most weirdest of way, but yeah, I feel like trying to play Animal Crossing unless you've got the full time to fully devote to it and dig deep, it's very hard to play to get the max amount out of it. I feel. Yeah. Uh, because it feels like it's one of those games where you have to log in almost consistently to take care of stuff or do things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, this is really dating those old, little, like, what were they, Chia Pets or something? Those little things. Oh, my God, Gigapets! Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Gigapets. Yeah. It feels like one of those things where it's like you have to, like, constantly log Mine's in. Mine's died. Game. Oh, mine died real fast because I <laughs> you could not <laughs> okay. keep me doing that same thing consistently no. over and over again. Like, I... Yeah. Anyways, um, it just didn't do anything. The only thing that did anything for me was, you know, Monster Hunter Rise Sunburst, you know, which is a game that's got story content and just is a lot of fun. And now, good replayability, in my opinion. So Now, if you're talking about just the overall news, like, yes, that, that was hype, but also Sora, that was a pretty in- impressive thing, too, as well, coming to Super Smash Bros. That was an impressive thing. But outside of that, like, they're really, th- there should be more than just two things that mm-hmm. we're excited about as as our, uh, all of us in this group and this is one of the reasons why i love uh, at least we try gaming so much we for the most part are variety gamers we like all different types of stuff we like like again i i like sports i like cars i like i, I like rpgs i like shooters i like all types um you got uh it's nine ball who likes horror games likes puzzles games like the like, like literally those weird types of indie games as well. Then you got down here, which uh, Mildew Carrot likes survival. He likes some shooters as well. He likes, like, he there's there's a mixture here. And if you can't entertain a mixture <laughs> with more than two things, then that's, that's a problem in my book. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, I agree. Yeah, no, like, if you've only got something that only speaks to, like, one or two of us, and we're just, like, or even just two games that speak to all of us, we're just, like, Okay, that was it. Like exactly. Really? Like I'm pretty sure if they threw Metroid Prime out there, like if they finally got that thing done and going, they were sure well. They could put that as part of subscription now. The Metroid Primes. Well, it it wouldn't be. It would have to be the earlier ones. It wouldn't be able to be four or whatever is supposed to be coming out. Yeah, I'm not saying four. No, I agree with Nine Balls. Like one and two from the GameCube. Yeah, bring those back. Yeah, that would be like the perfect like teaser to actually getting a trailer to Metroid Prime Four. Is like. By the way, guess what else? Metroid Prime 1 and 2 on the and the game's coming in for this thing? What? Why is that? Well, because this month, guess what? Metroid Prime 4. It's like, come on. There's yeah, what's the do. appetite? Yeah. Exactly. I'm hungry. Metroid was actually a very good game. And dude, like Wind Waker. I'm surprised they haven't pulled Wind Waker out. I don't know if it's on the store or not because I don't go through that thing because it's a waste of time in my opinion, but... Wind Waker was such a fun Zelda game. Yeah, they got they got to be like you remember classic Kroger. Oh, God, I'm going back. You remember classic Kroger used to try the food, try places, and mm-hmm. to walk in. I like to try out the little sausages. And they try <laughs> Before the anyone freaks out, this is obviously pre-COVID. All right. Yeah, this was pre-COVID. <laughs> this was back in the day when like everyone still went to the truck shop, truck stop, washed their hands, like went to the bathroom and didn't wash our hands. You know, when we didn't give a shit. <laughs> 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 Back in the day, they used to have those little sample sample areas. I don't know why I kept thinking of word. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 very weird. That's all I'm gonna say is it is very very weird the way that they're doing stuff, and I'm yeah. very wondering why they're doing it this way. Like it, 
to me, it does not make sense. Mm. But the fact that they're falling off makes sense. Yeah. Because Nintendo is finally getting steam out of this COVID thing. And they're going to keep going. And something that doesn't entirely make sense, but also can make the perfect amount of sense, is story number three. With Splinter Cell is coming back. Wait, what? Tom Henderson from VGC has said this inside his story. Ubisoft has the green has greenlit which will what will be the first mainline Splinter Cell game in a decade. That's according to development sources who told us that the title has been put into production as a means of winning back fans frustrated by the recent efforts to revive the franchise in the mobile and VR spaces. It's not clear of which studios are working on the project, though two people with knowledge of Ubisoft's plans suggested suggested the new Splinter Cell was being led by a studio outside of its traditional Montreal base. The title is in early phase of production. The sources said uh, there's a small chance it could be uh, announced next year. The much-requested sequel will arrive at a time when the company is at looking at rebuilding at looking to rebuild its image following a wave of discrimination and sexual harassment allegations. Uh, employees group says that they're not satisfied with the level of action taken by Ubisoft to change its culture and story. So we are getting a new. Yeah, it looks like we're eventually getting a new Splinter Cell game. <laughs> um, and, I, and honestly, I personally have not, outside of this story, I've not heard anything about Ubisoft going through any discrimination or sexual harassment allegations. Yeah, uh, let me check. I believe I did a bit ago because I don't even have a problem with it too. Mm-hmm. There's been quite a few studios that's been in trouble for this. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I think, I think when people are seeing that the that they can actually have power to to move stuff. AKA Blizzard. Um, I think that's when a lot of people are kind of get more encouraged to speak out against uh, injustices, if you will. Um, now, some of them, yep. now, now, not saying every speak out is genuine because some of them might just be like, well, let's go and speak out so we can get money and stuff or get a raise. Or, it, it's, there's, there's going to be people that's going to be trying to do it out of the, the greed in their heart but if they're coming forward and being like bringing this to light so that way the people at the top are treating their employees with respect and love and passion and compassion and really treating them like human beings and not like objects or anything like that that's what the goal should be it's it's a workplace you know what i mean love each other uh appropriately (laughs) and respect each other like how hard can that really be it's uh well the problem with it it's the thing of power yeah, I agree, and that's the thing. Like, to, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. We all know, but it's just oh, like, God, please don't do Spider Man. But I'm just saying, like, it seems like every CEO <laughs> in the entertainment business needs to watch that movie and take a lesson from Uncle Ben. It looks like it's back around like June, June or July because I'm seeing it in of this year. Well, because like, I'm seeing stuff where like they're saying they're making um, considerable progress after Me Too back in May. But they're still kind of like people are fans. Fans are skeptical on it. Um, I haven't heard much of it. That's because most companies have been really um, keeping it under. Most companies to keep it under wraps. Um, Riot in particular have been real bad about it as well. Oh, they were. I know that. Oh, they got a lot. Um, Riot was in was in a lot of trouble for a while. They probably are. 
of course, um, there was Blizzard Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have Ubisoft. I want to say there was another studio that was involved. But a lot of studios try their best to keep it under the under wrap by using a ar- what is it, an arbitration system where you go to somebody else that's inside the network and it's supposed to deal with the problem. Well, that was the problem with uh, Blizzard or Riot was doing the same thing. Yeah, they had the, that's actually was the biggest problem is that they didn't want to do because people who they're reporting on had friends in that role. Yeah. That would just ignore it, you know, because they're like, no, they can't be doing that. But it's like, no. So it looked like there was some stuff about um, in their France divisions where some of the things I was reading came up about real quick. Uh, it's just Activision, it's just Riot sick. Games or Ubisoft. Yeah, it is, and it kind of brings back some uh, memories of like, and these are really really old articles that I found about like, you know, it just kind of shows you like how much power like social media and stuff has because like even beforehand. Um, I remember reading an article where it was like a one of the um, I think it was a one of the, a female game designer. I can't remember which company it was that, but the fans didn't like a decision she made, and they went like I think fully onto like social media and stuff, or like were signing like trying to get like stuff signed to get her like fired from her job and all. I think, and there was some other ones I read where just people in and like these social media groups were like very like very pushy and all and like in the companies were apparently listening to them and doing like what the fans wanted by them being this much of a rage on it so like and i have to go back and try and find those articles it was a long long time ago but then after that i hadn't heard a peep out of that so it could be back to what the nine is saying where it's like it's just been covered up which is very sad well it's not just a video game culture as well this is one that's been entitled almost everything music movies Oh God! It's been quite a few actors that have just gotten destroyed because of it, but really they deserved it. One of them was who was that? Um, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. The big names. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree that the you know it, it's in all cultures. You know, it's yeah. got to dig it and find it. You know, because a lot of times they buried it so far to keep it out of the limelight. But my thing was also just you know, kind of what Malachi was stating on is. There are some people who will abuse it, you know, that it was going back to the story I was talking about where these people, these fans or these people who were watching this game didn't want what they were going to do to do or like they didn't like the, the opinion of it, even though it was a pretty good one. And they just, they, they pretty much raged against the person, you know, trying to get them fired and all because they didn't like it, you know, because they think that they're better. It's like, you guys are not the developers of this game. You guys are not the creators of these things. You need to step back and let them do their thing. Like if you want to, if you want something done and build something, it's then make your own studio. Like good lord, like these people have all this coding aspect and knowledge to do these things. Like and they can't build a game themselves. I'm like, it's almost it, like a... it boggles my mind that they go to the route of bullying versus stepping up and saying, no, I can make a better game and letting the world determine the same way these people are doing it. You know, so it's something we've been going know. through for years. I mean, to be honest, with that aspect, it's been happening for years too. I mean, just just look at just look at League of Legends. Mike, you got constant people trying to tell them how to fix the characters, how to balance the characters, and they have no idea what's wrong with the character. Every character that they hate is busted. Every character they like is fine. Why is Gilgamesh being banned? He's a why is he being there? He's a fine champion. He's not too broken. People just don't know how to play around him. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have, you're gonna have arguments on both sides of the coins. Yeah. So 
it's just it, it comes down to tolerance like how much tolerance do you have for certain things or how much like you said can you work around stuff you know so it's just it's mind-boggling the cultures in some way you know that that, that that we've built ourselves into with this internet culture you know yeah with what's bred inside the background in those dark webs corners and dark web forms that stuff but in terms of the splinter cell thing i feel like until they truly get their studio situated with you know all these allegations and everything <clears throat> Get that settled. Get every get, you know, make sure everyone's safe and all. And the workplace is you know safe. I really don't think the Splinter Cell game is going to come out anytime soon. Unless no, they're definitely not pushing for something. Um, so, they have to get their image up first. You know, um, I don't. Um, know, I know they're trying to save it. It's well, just. It feels like it's it's a very desperate reach for that small group that plays this game. You know, it's they're they're very they're reaching. They really are trying to reach into. For the life raft to try and pull themselves back up, it feels like. Yeah. Well, who, who in here has played Splinter Cells? Mm, okay. Not me. I, the only time. Um, for, for our audio listeners, I raised my hand, uh, Malachi 36. All right. I yeah, haven't that's... played any. Like, it, it feels it's... just too Call of Duty ish. Nah, it's not Call of Duty ish at all. <laughs> it is a yeah. stealth action style game. You really don't want to com- uh, have conflicts. In the original Splinter Cells, it was all about staying hidden and keeping people from the shadows. You would take out, you should gun, most time we use like guns, take out lights. Mm-hmm. Most time you go in and you try to sneak kill as much, you do not want to be detected because if you're detected, you don't last long. Yeah, yeah. the, the bullet hits are I more realistic so. than, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the bullet, yeah. the bullet hits are much more realistic than how it is in like Call of Duty and Halo. Yeah, you don't like just that. take like three shots and just breathe it out like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like, give me a big hit. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, Splinter, Splinter Cell itself bad, is bad. like is literally like the stealth game. I, I, I mean, it's this. It's not like this game, but I would say if I had to compare it to another game, the closest it would be, other than Metal Gear Solid, obviously, would be uh, SOCOM. That would be the next in line that would be closest to. I was thinking Siphon Filter. Siphon Filter as well, yeah, but that one is Siphon Filter though is more of an equivalent to like a James Bond ish type. Yeah, because you did have like there was sections of where you. Could cause a particular section where they took all your armor. Yeah. You had to sneak around in a, in a uniform, like a doctor's uniform. Yeah, and you didn't have no. You had like one shot, and you was dead because you have none of your gear on, on you. Yeah. So, but yeah, but as far as splinter cells goes, that that's like the like if you think of U.S. Navy SEALs like assassin types or anything like that, that's what splinter cell would be more. In, that's in what line started with. like, and it kind of deviated because I know splinter cell one and two. Was like that, and I think Double Agent and them started going more towards, I'll say, Jason Bourne and stuff. Because mm. <laughs> I know one of them, I think his daughter got killed, and oh god, I didn't play Double, I didn't play what the uh, later one. C4, GameCube, PS. No, it was an Xbox title. Xbox. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's also it. out on. Uh, oh god, it's gonna be. I think it's out on the Epic Game Store. Cause yeah. I think I bought them. Yeah, it's multi-platform now, but but it initially yeah. was like was tied in with with Xbox. Yes, that, yes. Okay, yeah. No, I like I said, I never played. Yeah, it, it's so I died. it's <laughs> definitely it's not. Yeah, it's not. Most people think when you look at the cover, you see this guy with those three goggles yeah. and he's sneaking up. No, he's he's definitely it's not not Call of Duty at all. They give you an objective. You got to sneak into there. You got to. I think you had like very limited amounts of ammo and stuff too. Mm-hmm. It really, yeah, it's really a, around the whole premise about staying in the shadows and striking okay. at the right time. 
You had there was one sequence that was ridiculously hard on there. Um, who was it? Oh, the keypad. Kind of sounds like a little bit of like Assassin's Creed ish in a way, like kind of like towards some of the beginning points ish. Like, and that's why I'm saying ish because you have the element aspect of trying to you know be stealthy and all, but like Assassin's Creed, you can go like kind of just hardcore into the paint a bit sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know. But it just it's very a stealth game. But I I don't know, maybe if I just looked at the different one or something, but well, you're probably looking at the later ones. The later ones. That could be a two. Started going more towards the action yeah. and away from stealth. Yeah. I feel like nowadays you probably could get away with bringing back the stealth, but maybe adding in a bit of capability with the action, like Assassin's Creed, because I feel like true stealth, stealth stuff, like not too many people would like it, or it'd be a very limited fan base. Like no, I, I no, I think I think I mean I think that they could bring it back. For the simple fact that the matter is beginning this year, what did come out? Hitman Three. Hitman Three is that, sort of like that because yeah. to the simple fact you uh, Hitman Three, you want to take people out because I played Hitman a long time ago. Hitman Blood, I think it was Blood Money, mm-hmm. and you had to like sneak in because we had to sneak in. We always failed on it. We always ended up getting mass murder because you had to sneak <laughs> into this mansion without getting noticed, and I always tried to kill the milkman. And take his identity, you put his your guns in his milk and the milk thing so they wouldn't notice. It always failed. It always like one of the maids or somebody would notice me and then just shoot everybody. But but yeah, but I, I say that to say for uh for your your commentary there as far as stealth games in this day and era, yeah, it can work. Um and I do think that they can do it. They just gotta make sure that they have the right team to do it. So it just comes down to, again, now I do think that this is going to come out when they start, are ready to start having a, a better, different image about them. Because it, one, it does say yeah. so inside here. Is, I know that that was quoted directly from them. But I do think that this is one of those, like, as Mildewy had said, it's a desperation thing. It's one of those saving. A game should not be something that's just like, hey, this game's coming out. We're, we're okay. You know what I mean? It, it should, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be no, the, no. the, the barrier. Fix your problem. Yeah, yeah. Fix your problem first. And then, if you want to go ahead and come out with this game on goodwill and stuff like that, all right, cool. But um, but I think that this is something that should have came out long before. Um, or, again, maybe even after you've resolved and squashed the issue that's currently right now. Don't 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 come out with it to be to try to patch the issue that's at hand. That's not going to... That's a sweep, sweep under the rug. That's not doing anything. So... Um, You're going to get to either A, forget or trying to keep people on by giving them it's very it's I, I just feel like it is very the wrong time to kind of do this sort of thing mm. right now oh now don't get me wrong I'll be happy for a Splinter Cell game to come out yeah um but yeah but and and honestly if if it wasn't for ALWT gaming I probably wouldn't have dove into the story and I probably wouldn't even know that this was going on so if they were to announce a Splinter Cell <laughs> I would have been like hey let's go but yeah, now if they I mean? announce like a release date, like say this year or next year, definitely it feels like too soon. But if they're just saying, "Hey, we're working on something mm-hmm. while dealing with this," then I can probably say, "Okay, you know." Yeah, I just wish it was in their plans already before this came out. Yeah, I wish they had. Um, if they had did this, well, like I said, it's that's not really the issue. The issue is if they fix the issue and go after the people and get everything straightened up. Then you can go and get the um, 
Then you can go get, uh, finally get Splinter Cell. One thing I did notice, and I heard people been talking about, but I haven't really dove into it. They were talking about Blizzard, because I know Blizzard recently fired a bunch of people at the top, put like a female at the top, and the new patch, I guess, is working out. I don't know. I need to look more into it, so I'm not going to say too much on it yet. But it sounds like they're making some moves. I just hope it's in the right direction. Um, same goes for Ubisoft. Don't use the video game for covering it up. Deal with the problem. Get it done. Get it fixed. Get these people out. Put the right people in. And then you focus on the game. And in the end, you will get a good... I mean, not only will you get a good environment, you'll get good workers, and you'll get a good game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have people working on these stress, you'll get a terrible thing. Because then they won't know. They're going to be too worried about everything else. And they're going to be too frustrated and all that. Don't put these people on un- unneeded stress. Don't do that to people. Don't, uh, don't humiliate and hurt people like that. Yeah, Man or woman, don't do that. Just get the right people there and treat everybody fair. Happy people make a great game. Oh, yeah. And a great game we shall have. And Dragon Age 4 is going to be next-gen only, which is our story number four. <laughs> James Carr from King. <laughs> like, our little segue into that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I set that up too perfectly. James Carr from GameSpot. The Dragon Age 4 will, will reportedly not release on the PS4 or Xbox One. Instead, only launching on PS5, Xbox Series X slash S and PC. The upcoming Bioware RPG does not have a set release date or window. The report is coming from Gamesbeat, uh, Gamesbeat which is cited Dragon Age lead player design Daniel Nord, uh, Nordlander's LinkedIn page, which enlists the title Dragon Age, in parentheses, PS5 slash Xbox Series X slash S slash PC. Uh, Gamebeat also verified this information with a separate unnamed source. Dragon Age reportedly won't be launching this information. Oh, won't be launching before 2023. So it's not too surprising that EA will be ready to leave the last gen consoles behind. That makes perfect sense to me. And on top of that, uh, side note, this one I did grab from James Carr from uh, GameSpot, but Jeff Grubb had also uh, mentioned this too as well. Um, but yeah, but this this does not surprise me at all. And in a perfect world to where COVID wasn't a thing and people were able to readily get their consoles, I would say this would be the final year for any re- re- lingering co- uh, games to be on cross gen- um, pre- previous gen anyway. So, um, but yeah, but I ultimately all this news is, does for me just like okay, twenty twenty two when we hit here, I'm I'm expecting to start seeing more titles be PS five and Xbox Series X exclusives only, like console exclusives. Um, versus multi-platform or multi-last gen, multi, so multi-gen, um, cross-gen. That's the word. So um, yeah, so that's what I'm. That I'm looking forward to this because I do want to make sure that developers, when they start making these games, they they don't have to hold certain games back because they have to consider the PS4 or the Xbox One or anything like that. Just focus on the next gen. Go ahead and use the haptic feedback. Go ahead and use that. Um, SSD, go ahead and utilize the uh, the adaptive triggers. You know, what I mean, all of that. I, I'm I'm excited f- to see where games are going to go because there's a there's a plethora of games I do have that is good for the PS5. I absolutely love playing those games. There's just not enough of them out right now um, to fully push that dual sense feature that I'm looking for. I know there's one that you have right now there, uh, Nine Ball, that you've been chipping away at, and that's Returnal. 
And then same thing for you there, Mildewy, uh, for Ratchet and Clank. I know that that's going to be utilizing some of the haptic feedbacks as well. So I'm very curious to see and interested to see how that plays out for both of you guys. Definitely. Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff that they can play with. And the fact that they're giving us at least that they're working on it, but it won't be until possibly like after 2023 means that they're really delving hard into this game, which is good because... If anyone knows Dragon Age lore, like Malachi and myself know, which we're working on Nine Ball and Gravity on, <laughs> um, it's a fantastic world. Fantastic it's got a, world. It's got awesome. It's got good lore. It's got excellent stories. It's got very good backstories and creation to it, in my opinion. Um, they've got a lot that they can do, and I can't wait to see how they do it, especially with the way we ended on Inquisition and with the DLCs in it. You know, so. There's a lot going on that needs to be tied in. Um, that it really gives it really gets me excited. And like I said, me personally, I'm very happy that they're taking their time with it. Um, kind of like you said, though, Malachi, that definitely tells me that going in, being five only, is that they are going to be really ramping up the graphics and all. Um, they're really going to be going hardcore into it, and not just to kind of like leap behind the older systems, but because um, I. It, I'm not sure if anyone saw this, but like I, when I played Inquisition, I originally played on the 360, and it was still fun. Like it was fantastic, but then I got it. I traded it in, and I got it on my PS4 uh, when I got the four because I won the Game of the Year edition, so I could get the DLCs. That was a whole new aspect because <laughs> there was stuff in there was stuff in elements and assets in that game. And, and when I played on the 4, that were not there when I was in the 360. One key example I had was when you first wake up after the the, uh, the Chantry blows up and all with the, with the meeting to try and like get like peace and all, or like get like a unity. Um, are you talking about back, No, no, you're talking and, about Inquisition. Okay. In Inquisition. Yeah, yeah. When you wake up in Haven, and that first time in that, in that log cabin, after everything, after you go through and... Um, shut down the uh, rift that's there. Mm. The first time when you meet Solus and um, Eric again um, with Cassandra. When you shut that down and then you pass out and then you go back to the Haven and you wake up in the rift and you're, like, you're going up towards the chapel to meet Cassandra and them because they think that you're the knight. In the 360 version there was only like one or two random knights along the path. In the PS4 version there was knights lined up all along the path and there was people on the sides and talking as well. Yeah. There was a lot more assets there. That they're telling me that this is going to be five only makes me very excited that there's going to be a lot more assets. And I'm glad you mentioned Wretched and Clank because that kind of brings me to one of the things they talked about with Wretched and Clank, especially with the newer systems and all, with the capabilities it has, is it allows for more interaction in the world. Mm -hmm. So more capabilities of interacting with those people and, and making it feel livable. So that gets me excited for um, for the next Dragon Age because Dragon Age is about a lot of those interactions and dealing with people. So how are they going to take the capability and power of the Five and really bring that game forward? Really bring those interactions of the world to make it really truly feel livable? Like that is what I'm waiting to hear about. So I'm going to tell them take as much time, but I'm really happy that they're giving us more data on it and more info. Yeah. Wholeheartedly agree, and I, and, I, and on top of that, after twenty twenty three, if they decided to use the Unreal Five engine, that is going to give them plenty of time to get used and comfortable with it. 
Um, uh, they're using a different type of engine that is equivalent to an Unreal Engine or anything like that. Again, PS5s and Xbox Series Xs just came out. You're going to have at least two years minimum, minimum to be able to perfect your game and craft uh, and before it comes out because you're making it just for PS5 and Xbox Series X. I'm very excited about this. Uh, they made on Frostbite for Dragon Age, so I don't know if they're gonna switch. They not. They're not gonna use Frost. It's. it's uh, we're, we're not they, I think they confirmed that. Yeah, I think they confirmed that they're not going to. They're going. They're, Frostbite has been a disaster. Well, I know them. Frostbite was. It definitely was like reaching its peak with Inquisition, um, but I wasn't sure. Like, because it's probably something I missed. Is did they confirm they was... that they were not going to use it going to Unreal or? What did they confirm they were going? I don't think they're going to Unreal. I just threw Unreal out there because I know that that was one of the ones that they had mentioned last year, at the beginning of last year, um, that that's going to be coming out for the PS5, and they showing that off. Uh, they actually showing it off at one of the tech demos in the middle of, middle of last year. Uh, but the thing, though, um, by, but I think that majority of these companies are upgrading to the next version, whatever it may be. I, it may be. Well, the problem was... Actually, I'm just reading. I'm checking out an article here. Uh, well, well uh, the problem with Frostbite is that, to be honest, when I watched the thing on that, Frostbite is not made for those. It was just a shooter, I believe. Just supposed to be for the shooter types. Yeah. I feel it's, like to be... This is... Age, yep. Um, won't be using according to... I'm trying to... Uh, won't, oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah, I was <laughs> reading some stuff that they're not going to use on Real 4. They're not using Unreal 4. It makes sense they're not going to use 5, though, because 5 is brand new. Well, yeah, 5 is brand new, but it came out technically at the very beginning of, of this year. So if they wanted to, they could because they have... At the, if, they're, if it's not going to be releasing before 2023, they got plenty of time to use 5 if they decided to use it. There was a, an article from PC Games. Uh, what was this article? Published September 4th. That Mass Effect Five made its frostbite for Unreal, but don't expect it until twenty twenty five. But they were let's see here, um, let's see here. No, it's impossible. EA may be looking to use Unreal Engine to run specified ditching EA's own frostbite despite the. Well, something about Dragon Age Five. Yeah. Dragon Age Five using. Dragon Age Five. They're talking about Dragon Age Five already. Dragon Age Four. Sorry, oh, <laughs> I was about to say this is scrubbing dreadful all together. It says Dragon Age. For Dragon Age Four will still be using Frostbite Engine, but don't expect to even see until twenty twenty three at the latest. But they're talking about. Well, this is actually good for me too because I really love both game series. Is that Mass Effect Five made it Frostbite and don't expect anything until twenty twenty five. So that gives me hope that they're still working on this game. There you go. So, uh, but uh, they're ditching. Frostbite for un and Mass Effect, but apparently they're keeping it for Dragon Age. That's interesting. I'm wondering yeah, if they did some they, adjustments. They was having huge problems on Anthem and some of the other games on that one. I feel like for me, this is going to be huge for the for them to, um, totally because, to be honest, the um, Bioware's last couple games did not do well. Anthem tanked. And Drama, yeah. I feel like. Andromeda came out uh, meme status of bugs too. It came out. I didn't have any bugs when I was playing it. And I, I know. Well, console. well, you're in the same boat as me. I mean, <laughs> I played yeah, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. I, yeah. I was on the console though. I was on the console. <laughs> I didn't know same bugs. 
Yeah, course, you, want to, you want to put the, put the uh, face memes on here? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Start posting them up. Just... It's a ton of face memes about uh, Andromeda and how they looked and how the face looked creepy and stuff. There's, I... it, didn't, it didn't do well overall. Now, I haven't played it all the way through personally, so I don't know if it was good or bad, in my opinion, but in sales-wise, I heard it didn't do too well. Anthem... It's Anthem. Anthem, Anthem looks like, beautiful. It, it looks, looks beautiful. beautiful. When you plays great. For like, like five bucks. Like I got something special about it. Anthem. I, I always <laughs> believe that, to be honest, and I know people are going to be pissed off when I say this. Anthem is still in a worse state than Cyberpunk ever was. I don't. I just. I hundred percent disagree with that. A hundred percent. I two thousand percent agree with no. That. No, you you're probably the only one. <laughs> you're probably the not only one. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. No way. To each not, their own. Nineball's over there on the uh, on the Reddit page forum already posting about how Malachi's <laughs> trying to support it and all that. What's with this guy? No, I feel like that no from way. those two games, they have to, after those two failures. I'm not going to say complete failures because I believe, like you said, I played a bit of. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda, it wasn't horrendously bad. I don't really like the main characters' stories as much as the originals, but they're not terror bad levels. But um, I feel like after those two games didn't do so well, I feel like they really need to you know, step up their A game. They need to go back to what they were doing with the original Mass Effect. and I, I feel like the switch with Mass Effect to the Unreal would work because it can probably hold the shooters better. But I didn't see too many issues with Dragon Age. And if I said that I saw it with Dragon Age, I apologize. But I didn't see too many issues with Dragon Age and Frostbite. I feel like it ran pretty well, like, with Inquisition. I agree. Like, um, so, I agree. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really... Dragon Age Inquisition, for me, That's... for the most part, was actually pretty good. I think I had maybe one or two small glitches with Isabella, and that was it. That's because, um, basically, they had to... What they was doing was, basically, they had to rebuild it from the ground up. So maybe they've done another. EA research. was well when I yeah it was just when EA was EA was in since I watched this whole video on it it was quite interesting they watched like the whole history on the frost on the thing and in, in frostbite EA was very insistent that all their games run off the frostbite engine just so it could be their own yeah it's sort of like the um, what is it the Mercury Steam what's it the Mercury Steam on the frame engine I can't which one it was from Capcom. I think it's the RE engine or something like that. Everybody had their own engine, you know, uh, Bethesda, it had the tech engine, you had the Unreal engine. Square had the crystal. Crystal engine. They was determined to run off their engine. And from what I understood, it didn't go so well on some of the games. I feel like they don't really need that engine if it's not working for them. I feel like they need to go a better way because, like I said, I've not played much of it. I keep starting on Dragon Age and never get far. I have maybe five games. I got five games going right now. Well, the only thing I can do now is Forsake Tales of Asteria. I'm in the middle of Tales. I don't see a problem with that. What? (laughs) I'm in the middle of Tales of Asteria. We just went to the... We're talking about about Dragon Age here, bro. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I just was saying, like, I would have to forsake the Tales of Hysteria, but 
Um, I, for what I heard, it's pretty good, and it is an older but a Bioware game. I don't know what happened to them, but they need to get that old mojo and not the bad magic. Okay, don't take a bunch. <laughs> don't go. Don't take the um people and try to work them half to death. Or wait to the last minute and try to work them out of death and take Bioware magic. No, it doesn't work like that. Mm. You need Terrible. a Bioware vision. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Bioware vision. Yes. Do it Insomniac. Because right now I'm not hearing any bad stuff about Insomniac and they're doing like 15 games at a time. So just copy their strategy. You know what I mean? Um. So what you're saying is go to Apple and start cloning people. Insomniac? Oh yeah, no, no. I've had, I've had. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like even still keeping at least Dragon Age on Frostbite, I don't feel like that's going to be a big problem. I feel like pulling Mass Effect off of it probably would help because I think that it can handle what Mass Effect wants to do, mm-hmm. whereas Dragon Age has a different sort of feel and mechanic to it that probably Frostbite can handle, especially if they do a re... If they, like you said, if they rebuild and re-amp up the engine and make it better, I feel like it could handle it. But I feel like with what Mass Effect wants to do, probably isn't what Frostbite can do yet. So going to Unreal probably is a good call for them, at least on that one. Yeah. Because we've seen the stuff that Unreal 5 can definitely do. Yes, we did, and I cannot wait till we start getting games in that fashion. Cannot if if Dragon Age can be done in that fashion, oh, and dude. Frostbite would be awesome. If not, I definitely would say go to Unreal. But that would be going into that and kind of losing them losing it on there. And I think what they're probably doing is testing Unreal with Mass Effect, doing Dragon Age on Frostbite to see how they can do it. Then they'll go with the better of the two, depending upon what happens. Uh, before we get on over to the story number five, which is talk about Elden Ring's new release date, I do want to go ahead and talk about all the games that's been confirmed that's coming out next year because it's looking kind of crazy. So in January, we have Monster Hunter Rise, which is coming to PC, and Pokemon Legends Arceus. on uh, um, The Monster Hunter Rise that's coming to PC is on January 12th. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus is coming on uh, January 28th. Those are the games that's coming out for January. Did they get... just confirm Arceus was going to be like Monster this... Hunter level style? This Total War Warhammer launch. Uh, well, uh, it might be it might be in here. Um, but uh, yeah, they did say as far as the levels go for Arceus, it is going to be like sectioned off a little bit. It's not going to be purely open world per se, but it is. Yeah, uh, start for, okay, yeah for fr- for February we have February first, Life is Strange, uh, the remastered collection. On Yay. February 4th, we have Dying Light 2, Stay Human. February 10th, we have Known, Know by Heart, which is coming on PC. February 15th is Dynasty Warriors 9. Uh, February 17th... Dynasty Warriors 9. It's Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires, my bad. I didn't say Oh, okay. Didn't say Empires, yeah. <laughs> uh, February uh, 17th is King of Fighters 15. February 18th, it's for uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. Fe- uh, February twenty second is Destiny Two: The Witch King. Uh, queen. Yes, you are right. Yep, Witch Queen. <laughs> uh, February twenty second is Monarch. February also February twenty second is Sifu. February twenty fifth is now Elden Ring. February twenty fifth as well is Saints Row. Hmm. 
Interesting. Uh, that's that's all on February. Um, and then after February, I'm just going to go through the, these uh, kind of quickly on this. So I'm not going to say what date they're really coming on because Elden Ring is right there. Um, Pathfinder, uh, Wrath of the Righteous, Gran Turismo 7, Triangle's uh, Strategy, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Stalker 2, uh, Test Drive Unlimited Solar, and Starfield. So those are all the games that's confirmed right now that's coming out <laughs> next year. Uh, oh, coming out. So so with that being said, we have Is that why they put it in November? <laughs> <laughs> so they got time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, with, with that being said, in February and so February alone, I want to talk about February one more time. So February alone, we have a Life is Strange Remaster Collection, Dying Light 2 Stay Human, No by Heart, which I don't even know about. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires, uh, King of Fighters 15, Horizon Forbidden West, Destiny 2 The Witch Queen, uh, Monarch, Sifu, Elden Ring, Saints Row. Those are all the games that's coming out in February. I want to do a little prediction round right here with you guys. Do you guys think any of these games are going to get delayed? And if so, what game do you think is going to get delayed. It doesn't have to be from February, just anything that I listed. Say Elden Rings. Yeah. And I'll explain more why and when we read the story here. So yeah, so, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go ahead and put Elden Ring. I'm going to lock that in for you there, uh, Mildewy. Nineball, what game do you think is going to get delayed and it can't be Elden Ring? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, man. Pick one, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two Strangers of Paradise just to take Malachi off. I was going to say, I was going to say at first it would be, read, read the list off again. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise coming to PC. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Dying Light 2, Stay Human. Uh, know by Heart. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires. King of Fighters 15. Horizon Forbidden West. Destiny 2, The Witch Queen. Monarch. Sifu, uh, Saints Row, Pathfinder, Gran Turismo 7, Triangle Strategy, Stranger of... Gran Turismo 7. Do you think Gran Turismo 7 is going to get delayed? Yep. All right. That's an interesting call. It's already been delayed once. I can get delayed again. (laughs) (laughs) And I am actually going to pick... Let me see which one I'm going to pick. I'm going to say Starfield. What is that launch? November. It's supposed to be November. <laughs> like I said, that's that. They need to put a date on that. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a date. There's a date. It's it says yeah. it on here. I just didn't say the date, but it's November. November 11th. 11th. And that's just so they, that's just like they can get time to think about it. <laughs> no, that's the same date of Skyrim. 11, 11, 11. That's when Skyrim originally launched. Is it really? Ooh. Yeah. So you think they're doing that? Yep. Very cute there, Todd. It just works. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's that. Um, now let's go ahead and oh, click the wrong thing. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about this article. Elden now, Ring. Yep, Elden Ring new release date from Eddie Mackich from Gamespot. Bandai Namco has delayed the launch of uh, of From Software's highly anticipated RPG Elden Ring. The game will now launch on February 25th, 2022, a delay from January. 
Explaining the delay, the developers said the depth and the strategic freedom of the game exceeds initial expectations. Thank you for your trust and patience. February, 22, uh, February 2022 is a very, very busy month for new releases with games like Horizon Forbidden West, Dying Light 2 Stay Human, The King of Fighters, Seafood, Destiny 2's The, the Witch Queen expansion, and The Saints Row Reboot all releasing that month too. Um, and then also, there's also games that's been announced too, which I'm not going to go through. I kind of want to. I'm sorry. I was looking up Scorn. I <laughs> forgot about that game. A Playtale Requiem, <laughs> uh, Arcade Gaiden, Astro. Yeah, I'm not gonna go through it because there's too there's too many here. But uh, but yeah, but anyway, um, yeah. So with that being said, Elden Ring has been delayed, but it's only been delayed by a month. And I know we talked a little bit about this off stream. Uh, what do you think? Uh, do you guys think with the current state that any of the do you think that Elden Ring is going to be officially well. Go ahead and tell us why you think that Elden Ring is going to be delayed there, Mildewy. I just a month delay feels too short. Like it feels too final. Like they feel like they got it, but they only need a month left to do stuff. I'm like, they so said far. it's mostly done, according to them. <laughs> they say it's mostly done, but they've been saying that for a while, and we haven't heard anything about it. I'm like, how many games have, can we name off right now that have been pushed back? That were probably able to be launched now, but because of the COVID situation, they pushed them back further just to be safe. Like, like, and not by like one month, but by like several, or even like a half a year. Like one month to me feels—I don't know. I want to say I'm smelling some something cybery, you know, here going on, you know. And that's that very well could be it because it's a brand new IP. No, it doesn't have anything before it. We have no idea what it's going to be, except for the fact that it's going to be a Souls-like-ish game. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct. This could be a cyberpunk situation. It it just it feels wrong to me. Now, if they pull it off, congratulations. I have no idea how you freaking did it. Can you go tell Cyberpunk how you did so they can not do it again? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it feels like a gamble. Like they're just like, come on, sixes. You know, it's like or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the number is. But it's like, I really don't think a month is a good enough delay. If you're going to do a delay. thing, it's done. They've been saying it's done for how long, though, Nine Ball? It's done. <laughs> uh, quick they said they got it. Quick question. Is, uh, Cyberpunk said they got it. Is anybody is anybody planning on getting Elden Ring at launch? Uh, if it launches when it, the oh, month it's supposed to launch, heck no. We got Horizon coming out, bro. <laughs> Why not? I'll get it. <laughs> I'm just kind of I'm just curious to see. I'm just curious to see who I'm, who I'm going to be playing with because I know it's multiplayer. I want to see how well it does, though, with this just a month delay and all. Like, mm-hmm. with how limited we know about it, like, that's going to be my big thing is I'm going to kind of wait for the guinea pigs to go forward and get it and see how it goes from there. And then I'm gonna check something real quick. Um, to have it come, and then I'll, I'll get it if it's good. But it's like right now, like I say, if it launches in February, you've got Cyberpunk. I mean, that, you've got Cyberpunk launching. <laughs> you know, no, you got Horizon launching that same month. I'm like, I'm gonna be freaking just in that game the whole time. Like, there's so much to do in Horizon. Like, mm-hmm. when was it scheduled again for Elden Rings? February 25th, and Horizon was February 18th. Oh yeah, I ain't beaten. Hitting time for freaking Elden Rings to come out. Heck no, especially if Saints Row launches on the twenty fifth too. Hmm, that game is going to be on my top list. 
because I love me some Saints Row, especially with this new IP and the new style for it. Cannot okay. wait to get into that. So it's got specs for your PC. On what, Steam or? Uh, PC gaming benchmarks. Um, that generally tells you that it, somebody, they're testing it. Um, actually, that, that was actually something I wanted to go into. So if you guys go to if you guys go to the website right now for Elden Ring, you guys can sign up to be part of the beta test for November. Beta test? Yeah. See, now that's the thing. It's like, I'm. it's like, all right, you know, people are like, oh, it's only delayed by a month. Like, we've got, like, it's October. We've got, like, you know, what is that now? Like, three more, like, four, it's four months now. Like, oh, it'll be fine. I'm like, I don't feel like with what they're possibly planning, it's going to be enough. Because, like I said, it feels too much of, like, a... Um, like, it's not showing very powerful specs on it, though, interestingly, you know. Really? Yeah, it's showing a RTX 2060 for its recommended ones. Uh, a GTX and, 1060? Really? A G, no, an RTX 2060. Well, that's for maximum. Yeah, or is re- that... yeah for minimum, it's a um, 1060. It's a, GT, a GTX 1060? Really? Yeah, I want a 1070 still. Yeah, but that's old. Hey! I'm not saying it's bad. It's wow. really good and all, but it's... You, you, it's surprising though, because normally nowadays, okay, especially computer, like with, he wasn't talking about you. No, I'm not talking bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's like with what we've seen with the advancements of technology and with the, of the games, the fact that they're able to run a minimal requirement on a 1060. That's interesting. That's that's about that's as interesting as that one company saying they're going to make that terab- that game that's a terabyte and run on the in the cloud system. But I'm like, okay, <laughs> it just works. Oh my god, that was Windows Seven. Minimum, they got minimum you can run on Windows Seven, max up to Windows Ten. Okay, I'm very concerned now with that. Sixteen gigs of memory, that's normal. Sixty yeah. gigabytes of space. That's normal. Yeah. I think an actually, i5 and an i7 max, really? 6700K. I run an i5 6600K. No, I know, but the, the minimum, the minimum maximums, I just feel like. An i5 4460. Yeah, the i5 4560s is what really is kind of catching me. That's the minimum. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Is like a lot of the current games, especially with the stuff that's coming out. A minimum is much more advanced than this, so that's very interesting that they've got such a low minimum set. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I don't know who has a copy of OS 7 anymore, because a lot, right now, they've been pretty much, Microsoft has been force updating them to 10. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm just like, who's still got 7? Like, it's on like a freaking standalone machine. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I feel like a, a month delay is not enough on the West. Unless they've got something else up their sleeve, I, I feel cyberpunkish. I, I don't know why I just do. I'm feeling Yu-Gi-Oh-ish. Okay, they got a trap card. They ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm. What I, you don't know is that you know life I'm also played kidding. a counter trap card. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do, I do think that month delay is not a ton of time, but I'm, I'm also kind of curious because this has been a game that's been rumored for so long. So I wonder how much time they really have been working on this without any spoilers. And it's kind of interesting that they're not even mentioning it because, to be honest, they're almost like they've just been focusing on the work. 
Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I'm, that's kind of where we're at, and that's what a lot of the professionals too inside the industry are saying is that it's it's crazy to think like when they, like I'm not surprised it's delayed, but I'm surprised of how little it's delayed by because it's crazy to think that we're almost done with 2021. It's game slated to come out at the beginning of 2022, and we have heard almost virtually nothing about it. We have a trailer that came out recently. We have the announcement that was at the uh, video game awards of last year. Uh, was it Video Game Awards last year or was it, uh, I think it was ga- uh, Summer Game Fest of this year. So it was one of those two where they finally showed with Jeff Keighley and they showed off um, the game. They announced it. Uh, so it's just kind of, I'm just kind of curious of how much progression they really have on this. So very well, interesting. I mean, I know I called it saying in the current VGA coming up on December 8th that they're going to announce some stuff about. So I'm wondering if this delay, now that I'm thinking about it more logistically in that sense, I guess, I'm not sure if I'm using the terminology right, guys. You can see me later on, you know, <laughs> saying, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, maybe they are getting ready to do it. Maybe, like, in December, you're going to get that hard announcement saying, boom, right now. You know, but it's just because of how limited they've been with their information... And how quiet they've been, and how hard they've been keeping this close to the chest. Like they are playing, they are playing the heart of the cards, like a little bit close to the heart. You know, they are like. <laughs> you know, they're like, you know, <laughs> they're they're that type of player. You know, they're 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 leaning so far back in their seat that not even the judge can see. It. Are you like okay? Like it's just been so weird. And it's a very weird situation. Now, if they can do it and pull it off, fantastic. Power to them. I'm still very skeptical, though. But I feel like, though, still in the VGAs, we'll hear something about it, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, I think we'll see something on VGAs as well. Um, I'm going to uh, speed run these last two stories. I'm just going to give you guys the, the, the highlights of it, I'm just because we are uh, over right now in time. Story number really? six. Yeah, story number six is Steam Deck Features. Jenny Zhang from GameSpot says, the Valve, Valve released a Steam Deck verification program that help, will help players know if their uh, game runs seamlessly on the company's bite-sized handheld PC or not. There are four categories of the rating uh, in the verification program. Verified, playable, unsupported, and unknown. Verified means you can immediately play the game on a Steam Deck. Playable means that there might be some tweaking needs to be done on the user side and unsupported means the game is not functional on deck and unknown means valve hasn't checked the game uh for deck compatibility yet the examples valve gave for the playable category are needing players to manually select a community controller config or use the touch screen to navigate a launcher uh and the and the like so that's uh, that. Talk about the Steam Deck. A little more features on that. You guys could go to GameSpot to read up on that from Jenny Zeng. Story it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, story number seven. Yes, we're going to talk about the fridge. Eddie Mackich from GameSpot says Microsoft's newest piece of <laughs> hardware is the Xbox Series X mini fridge, and it went on sale this morning at Target. Which that, by the way, side note, putting this in there, that is going to be in the exclusive retailer, so you can only get it at uh, Target. Um, and then, or at least for the United States and other ret- uh, retailers around the world, the $100 meme product quickly sold and got review bombed and emerged and emerged on auction sites at a huge premium. Orders opened for a mini fridge this morning and almost immediately sold out. 
people who secured a fridge, which could only hold 12 cans, uh, celebrated their accomplishment and on social media. People who were not, uh, many people were not so lucky. So a lot of people are missing out on this and very similar like the Xbox Series X. Scalpers are buying these for a hundred bucks, reselling them for probably like $500. Actually, I'm very curious. I'm gonna go there right now and see how many people are buying, uh, selling this. Fridge. Ooh, I wanna see too. Yeah, I wanna see how, how, yeah. how much people are buying these, uh, selling this fridge. For I want a fridge. I mean, here's the thing, though. I'm like, it's a small little fridge that you can probably put somewhere, but it's like, to be honest, they sell stuff that you can just easily get more space in. It's just a lot better. It's, it's I just guess a it's, novelty. Yeah, that's the, that's really the thing of it, is it's the novelty of it. So, someone is selling this one. This one's not too bad. Still, still a lot, but someone's selling the mini fridge right here for uh, $200, which is a $100 profit. Another person is selling it for $117, so $17 profit. That one's not bad. I got uh, one for $280. $280, yep. yep, I see that. dollars 172 125 300 $250, $250, $250 there $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250, $250,